what are we going to say? We're going to say, welcome to... Well, I, you know, I'm making it up as I go along now. It's so, a Tuesday show. Let's start with that. Just the Tuesday show. Welcome to the Tuesday show. Well, hang, hang on. How's it go? Apparently there's ducks in the jingle as well. No, bear with me. Welcome to the Tuesday Show with CJ and Ted. Coming up, lots to talk about. There's music and chat with Tim Mullineau from The Lucky Face, and we'll be looking ahead to what's going to be happening on the series. Ted, we're finally here. We are recording episode one of the Tuesday Show. And it's been a long time in the making. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you and good night. <laughs> so we got lots to talk about, as I just said. Mm. What are we going to talk about? Well, funny you should say that, I've put together a montage of some of the stuff that we've done over the last however many months. Well, play it then. I will. Cue the montage. Come on, buddy. It's better, it's better be good. And he walked back in, basically, as I was going, Am I wearing trousers? Who knows? Will I get kicked out of this Costa? How did you get here? Through the door like everybody else. <laughs> I thought I'd cheer myself up by uh, watch stuff about the Middle East, Middle East conflict. Um, so. <laughs> Children called quinoa and chia. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it was. It's when we've been thrown out that I got the bottle thrown at my head. Hopefully in Japan. Uh, <laughs> you like to go to Japan. The stereotypical Irish man having a pint again. You know, I didn't want to let you down, you know. Mark Spencer's gourmet baby food. Was it the fact that I had a beard? It's the best tenor you'll ever spend. So there you have it, folks. Uh, loads of good stuff there. We've spoken to comedians. We've spoken to improv artists. We've spoken to musicians. All of that is coming up over the next few weeks. They've even spoken to us as well. They spoke to us at the same time. It was not a one-way conversation, thankfully. Because <laughs> that would be incredibly boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, Talk, yeah. Talking of boring, uh, let's have a break from this and have some music. Yes. And this is... The Lucky Face with Are You Okay, Hun?
they show their concern But you know we're never going to learn If you're okay, hon Are you okay, hon? Cause you say I can't tell you on here I'll have to P-M-U-D Are you okay, hon? the lucky face and we'll be hearing from tim a little bit later on on the show but yeah there's a facebook page doing the rounds called you okay hun or, yeah 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 we've not seen that i didn't see that yeah it's um a bit of a mickey take page um, i can't believe you've not seen that i haven't seen that i'm actually gonna pull it up now right <laughs> see if you can find the facebook page as well wait steady <laughs> oh. So yes, I'm, I'm now finding the Facebook page. Do what that's about. Uh, no, I had no idea there was a Facebook page for called Are You Okay, Hun? Yeah. So hold on, bear I think with it's me just called You Okay, Hun. Okay, okay, as in O and then K. You Okay, Hun. Look at that. Just for fun. Just for fun. I don't think there's anything to do with Tim, though, is it? No, not, not at all. Oh, right, so we're, we're just kind yeah, of segwaying yeah, no, into... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, no, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook. Um, Twitter is also available. Yeah. So anyway... MySpace. Is MySpace still a thing? Oh, yeah, it's still going. Just no one uses it anymore. Same with, like, Bebo as well. Bebo. No one uses Bebo, but it's still there. I think it's a streaming service now, if I remember correct. Um, Yeah. Uh, Do you know what time Sean Connery gets to Wimbledon? About (laughs) tennis. 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 Who said tennis to me the other day? Oh, that's right. I think I was in the... Um, it happened to me the other day as well. I was, I was down the radio station and they said, you know, about tennis. <laughs> and I, I, it was so hard just to... Every time, every time it happened to me the other day as well. Tennis. You know, somebody said, oh, yeah, uh, tennis. And I thought, tennis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to one more. Watch some tennis. 
Haddish. Tennis. Miss Money Penny. Shall we go and watch some tennis? Would you like a game of tennis? Anywho. <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> <laughs> so professional. Totes. Um, totes professional balls. Professional balls. So how did this podcast come about then? Well, I was going to ask you the same question. All right. I thought it was your idea. Yeah. Um, I think we're both to blame. I think we are. I think we are. Yeah, it's been it's been a few months in the making, hasn't it? Um, many months. Many months. Many many months. Many uh, many beers. Many mixed grills. Many mixed grills. All day breakfasts. <laughs> Without tomato or mushroom. Without tomato, or that is very important. No tomatoes. No mushroom. I don't need fungus on my on my breakfast. Thanks. No. So, when did we decide to do this? Oh, it, it must have been it July. July, summertime. Mm. July um, last year. And we had quite a few ideas, many many of which I'm sure the listeners will be glad to hear that we dropped. <laughs> and many different names for the show. In fact, the mind boggles as to what some... In fact, the mind, <laughs> the mind boggles was one uh, possible option for it the was. show name. <laughs> what was going through our head at that point? Mm. Lord knows. Yeah. It's, it's some of my favourites. I've got, I've got the list in front of me. Uh, okay, this is what we were going to call the Tuesday show. This is what it could have been called. It could have been called Pine a Pint. Mm-hmm. Now, I like, I'd like that as, a, as, a, as the idea of a feature. Maybe explore that later on. I'm um, sure the listeners would love the sound of us just eating and drinking. Indeed. And I'm sure there's websites for that. <laughs> um, peaks and Troughs. I like that. Yeah, that was a good one. Again, Troughs. That's making me think of food again. Chips and cheese. Yep. Pigeon on a chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that was one of my ideas, the old pigeon on a chair. Pigeon, pigeon on a chair. I like the idea of it. You know, we'll see how this goes, and then we, maybe we might start a pigeon on a chair podcast. Hmm. Ham and cheese. There's a lot of food here. I there's clearly a lot of, And I, I think we should point out that most of the food ones were your idea. Were they? They were. Mustard mash. Yeah, that was yours. Chips and dips. That was yours. Oh, this one, definitely. This is yours. Potato, potato. Yeah, oh, totally. Is it potato, potato, or potato, potato? Well, originally I thought potato, potato, but then how do you write down potato? I don't know. Let's call the whole thing off. Yeah. Fat man and blobbin. That's the next one on the list. <laughs> who's fat man? Who's blobbin? I think the listeners could decide that. I think the listeners have got a right to know, if anything. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't write it. Well, we haven't managed yet. I'm sorry, we haven't managed to write anything yet. <laughs> uh, the mind boggles, clutching at straws. That yeah. seems right. Yeah. The <laughs> next one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know how this even got on the list. I have no idea. Okay. I wouldn't even want to speculate on that no, one. No. All right. Here's here's a classic. This is a potential name for this podcast. Potential name for this show. <laughs> I'm trying to lead up to it. It's okay. It is Big Cat and the Beef. <laughs> I love that you just can't say it with a straight face. I cannot say <laughs> Big Cat and the Beaver. Big Cat and the Beaver? <laughs> Again, who's Big Cat? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be Big Cat. Hey, hang on. <laughs> I think we should, I think we should hey, let hey, the listener decide. I, I th- hey, be quiet, Beaver. <laughs> so, um... Scampi and chip. That's yeah. another one. Just one chip. No, not not chips. Just one big chip. Big fat chip. One big fat chip on your shoulder. Mm. Because you call beaver. <laughs> and here we go. The bottom of the list. And I like it. And I think you'll like it too. The Tuesday show. Yeah, I like that one. That has stuck. Big Cat and the Beaver did not stick. <laughs> thankfully. No. Mm. I'd find it very difficult to do any kind of intro. <laughs> it was 
Welcome to Big Cat and the Beaver. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, Mm. we went to London. We did. Uh, That was a few weeks ago now. We're still editing bits of that. But we did go out. We did speak to uh, a number of people, Mm. one of whom we've already mentioned uh, was Tim from The Lucky Face. We've heard a track already, and that was uh, You OK, Hun. Now we're going to listen to a track called... You're Not the Girl in this song. That's the name of the track, not me saying you're not the girl in this song. Because you're not the girl in that song, it's a mother bird. I'm not the girl in any song. Well, I don't know. I tell you what, should we just play the music? (laughs) <laughs> Play the damn song. <laughs> Can I get a word in? I don't know where to begin. But you can iron your pride. And you can set the paranoia aside because you're not. Finsbury in Finsbury Park uh, with um, 
with Tim of the uh, uh, the lucky face. That's it. That's correct. Welcome uh, to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming along. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so we're here at the Finsbury. So what, what are you doing tonight? Here? Well, we're doing a little charity thing for. Uh, sorry about the people shouting in the back. It's all the fans. Uh, no, we're, uh, we're doing a charity thing. My friend Steve runs a night here monthly, and it's his annual charity uh, Christmas thing. So we'll have a bit of fun, do a few tunes later on about tennis, and then uh, that's that. Really, it's lots of acts on. So. Yeah, and you've given us a CD. We Thank have. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do a lot of CDs now. It's all streaming and download, yeah. but uh, I always do a few every time. You know. Well, the new one is called AI. AI. <laughs> it's a bit of a, you know, just having a laugh with a silly robot on the front. And um, <laughs> came out in, uh, when did that come out? September, was it? Or December? Was it September? Oh, you'd probably know better than me. Was it November? I know it. Like, recently, put yeah, it that way. Yeah. Probably November, that's when it came out. I don't know when this is going out. So. <laughs> this, this will be Last November. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's well, it. Well, it was the 10th of November, wasn't it? I'm good at sort of that stuff, yeah. And it's, what, has it got 12 tracks on? It's just yeah. usual bits and pieces. A lot of new stuff on there, a lot of older stuff that never got recorded before. Uh, so we were looking back a little bit on your uh, illustrious history. Mm. Mm. Illustrious uh, is one way of putting it. Mm. Yeah. Illustrious. Uh, yeah. Some might say. <laughs> yeah. Digging the dirt on you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. You started out in Little English. Oh yes, up that north. was a long time ago. In the, oh. Yeah, back in the day. You yeah. want to tell us a bit about yeah. Little English, how that came around. It was a school band, and we were, uh, we were actually quite big in town, you know. But that wasn't difficult in those days. And we used to play around the northwest, and uh, you know the usual thing. And then two of us carried on and moved down to Nottingham, and then he left, and I moved out to London and carried on with a new band. But Little English was just a school band that went on a bit longer than school, you know. But that was where I started writing songs, you know. So, is, is there any of that music still around from Little English? No, no, none of those. I wouldn't, I wouldn't play any of those now in a million years. The next band, Vim, there was one song on the new album, Whatever Somehow, that I wrote for that band, so that's on there, but that never got recorded. That was written in about 99, 98, 99, something like that. And it's only just been recorded now, so, you know. But, you know, if it still sounds all right 20 years after, then, you know. You know you've got a good song, Yeah, right? it's all right, yeah. But Vim itself, then, the, you know, you've got a story behind the name there, have you? There was a story, yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> well, when, when they used to do the bands, in the, the Britpop bands used to do the seaside tours, didn't they, in the mid-90s Britpop time, and Blur came to Morecambe and uh, Pulp, I think Pulp might have come first, and we all met, you know, we were kids, we all met Jarvis out in the car park, and he was gracious enough to sign everybody's ticket, and on my ticket he wrote Tim Hughes Vim, so I just thought, oh, sorry, when I couldn't think of a name, because you can never think of names for bands, can you? I said that I called it Vim and said that everyone told everyone at Jarvis had named it. So. <laughs> Some people believe me, you know. Well, you got the photos to prove it as got well. The photos, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it was a big deal when you were a kid in a provincial town meeting someone like Jarvis in those days, because you never met anybody. When you come to London, you meet them all, you know, if you hang around in the right places. But in Lancaster or Morecambe, you don't meet anybody. So, you know. yeah, yeah. how old were you at that point? What year would that be? I'd probably be 19, something like that. Wow. You know, so, which was not that young, but, uh, you know. A fan of Jarvis Cocker and Blur? And we loved them all, yeah, because it was our thing when that all came out, wasn't it? We were part of Supergrass, was my favourite band. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were all part of that thing in Oasis, and we, you know, we went to see some of these bands, small, cheap gigs. You look at the ticket prices now, you know, because even the Pulp one was seven quid. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they were a top, top, top ten band at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Seven pounds, and now what would it be? Eighty pounds, probably. And Blur were nine, I think Blur were nine pounds. 
and now look at it, you know, mm. 80 quid, mm. if you're lucky. Mm. But it's great, you know, because people bought the records, so yeah. the records pay for the tour. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah, 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 the tours yeah, pay for the records. Yeah, so. tour, yeah. Mm. That's the way it is. And for the lucky face, where are the influencers back then? It's all this. Basically, I went away for a bit. Vim sort of imploded. We had loads of industry bits and pieces going on, and Wranglings and I had some issues, so I just left London for a couple of years and came back and started on my own because mm. of the stresses and strains of keeping a band together especially when you're mates and you don't want to have to kick people out and things like yeah. that no, it is. and then uh, it's alright it's not, it's not an interesting no you're alright you carry on cracking time cracking mic cheers mate it's a match yeah it's not a big you don't put a fan in that that'll keep you well, I think I'm warm enough. I've got a coat. I've got a coat for that. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Anyway, no, you can crack on. Yeah, yeah. It's probably shot. That's fine. No, you yeah. crack on. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, where were we? Uh, open source chat. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I just came back and did that when sometimes used a couple of musicians here and there. And then, yeah. You know, well, the the, it was always the intention to do a full band, but when the... A technology came in to be able to record your own albums at home properly. I just thought, well, I don't really need to. So I did it that way. But it's not the greatest thing live when you're trying to replicate it. You, know. you mentioned um, you know, issues, problems with Vim. Do you mind if I mention that this, as mentioned on your history page, the oh, yeah. rock and roll disagreement got thrown out of your first game? Oh, that was great. You know what? what that was, was actually that about? I was looking because I've been packing the house up to move and I found the photographs of that gig. And... Uh, it was down in Penge, and it was basically I, I just got this, these two guys, and, we, and eventually we got a keyboard player, Chris, who's now <laughs> keyboard player for James Blunt and Imelda May, and uh, who else is he doing? John Grant. So at the moment he's doing Bluntly on tour, and um, he's very good. And uh, he was, you know, he's been on TV all year on the one show and stuff like that. But uh, sorry, I'm forgetting. I'm just picking up Chris there. Uh, what, was, <laughs> what was I saying? We talked about oh yeah Penge and uh, yeah it was a strange gig. My girlfriend at the time's band were also playing, so we sort of dived on the bill just as a, a rehearsal gig. And I got we were stood outside and someone there's a railway station right next to it, a railway line sorry right next to it. And I was stood at the uh, side of the pub and someone hurled a bottle out of the train and it missed my head by a couple of inches, smashed all over the thing. Cool. That was probably a, a sign. <laughs> give it up, give it up to him. And then, yeah, Dirk was uh, in there. <laughs> Dirk, yeah, don't even start that low. At that point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. First, first London gig. Well, first, yeah, I was doing tribute stuff at the time as well, so I'd done other stuff, you know, but this was the first proper My Stuff gig. But then Dirk got in. Dirk was over from Germany. He'd only been over for about a few months, you know. And he, was, he thought he was all right to smoke weed inside pubs, which even in 1997 you couldn't do and get away with. And we all got thrown out onto the street just after we played, so we were stuck outside waiting. That's probably actually when I got a bottle thrown at my head. Actually, it was. It's when we'd been thrown out that I got the bottle thrown at my head. So, yeah, it was one of those. It was, a, it was all right. It was an interesting start. And in uh, pretty good company there. Um, an enemy night with... Uh, we did, yeah. We did an enemy yeah. night with Coldplay mm. and uh, another band called Airborne. And um, yeah, it was a good one. It was actually their, their, when they were getting, it was their getting signed night, and it was a, pretty much all the industry was there. I've got a really good Steve Lamack story from that night, but I don't know if I should tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No, actually, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, 
thing is, he, you know, he might, you know, there might be a time when I want him to play some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you off the record later. We were over in France a few months ago and I did a, an interview with um, this guy who was for Simon, my bass player. Well, we were both doing gigs on the same night. But this filmmaker came and interviewed us off the cuff. And I was talking about meeting some of the kooks and uh, I shouldn't have been saying stuff. And then two days later, Luke Pritchard was there doing a film about the kooks. Yeah. And, and I, luckily, I've got the copy of the interview, so it's all right. I'll, I'll stop that. Do it again. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Fair enough. Basically, I can't what, keep what, my mouth shut. What, what did you do to Chesney Hawks, though? Yeah, the Chesney Hawks. And Chesney, Chesney <laughs> used to share our rehearsal room, which was the, under the arches in Clapham. 97 to, we used it from 97 to 2000 probably, and, um, and Chez used to come in, and his dad used to pick up the bill, Chip Hawks, so the, the guy who ran the place, I won't name him, used to say, oh Chesney doesn't have to pay, his dad, he just says, in, he invoice me dad, so uh, Chip would pay for that, and, uh, and then he, he was, yes, he was in the, re- in the rehearsal before us, and we went in. My band, one was Italian, one was German. They didn't know who the hell he was. Yeah. The one and only wasn't big in Europe, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Although it was massive over here. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so Chesney walked out. And I went, Chesney Hawks. And they're like, who? And I went, Chesney Hawks. And I went on to say about him and his career. Yeah. Which is obviously, you know, that hits. And he walked back in, basically, as I was going, Chesney Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> Explaining who he was, and he wasn't too pleased. He was not pleased. But anyway, that was yeah. not about that. Yeah. Fantastic. But obviously, yeah. Chez, if you're listening, love the stuff, love everything you've done since. I'll be over the moon if Chesney Hawks is listening to this. Like <laughs> I think we've nice made guy, it. Then. Yeah. Nice guys. Yeah. People are nice guys. Yeah. Well, maybe this is where he goes unsubscribe. Yeah. Okay. You <laughs> can do it out one list. Yeah. So, um,. You're, so you've done a bit of podcasting yourself. I did a long time. We had a little record company. With my wife, who is wife now, wasn't then, set up a record label called Stalker Records. And Steve is in the night. He was on there as well. Or, you know, on there. We just used to do stuff, compilations and things. With bands like people from Smudge and the, you know, the songwriter from the Lemonheads, Tom Morgan, and people like that were on there. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Darren Hanlon, who's big in Australia, he was on there. And we used to do these little things. And a lot of unknown people. And uh, she said at the time, I want to do a radio thing. So I started doing this podcast. It was only every month or every two months or whenever I could do it on a really rudimentary equipment, you know. But uh, it was good fun. A bit too, I listened to it now and it was a bit over the top, so I wouldn't, wouldn't let anyone hear it now. But you know, it, was, uh, it was fun. What kind of stuff did you talk about on the, on the podcast? I just played a lot of the stuff that I liked and a lot of established stuff that I liked and the bands off the compilations and I just insulted people really for most of the time okay. <laughs> and made silly jingles and you know play, yeah, I used to yeah. run a night in Greenwich called The Twist and I'd play live stuff from there on there but, you know I probably only did about seven or eight it just felt like more because there were so much work went in and they were lasted quite a while and things like that so it was over a long a lot, couple of year period or 18 months or whatever but didn't do it that often so you're here now then the yeah, now then so where, how did that all come around? Just uh, like I say, I came back to London, needed something to do, I needed you know something, a vehicle for the songs, mm-hmm. and just started doing it on my own. Getting the band together took a longer than it's supposed to. It never really happened. And then by the time it got to 2008 or seven or whatever it was, it suddenly was able. You were able to make your own stuff cheaply at home. Yeah. It sounded like it 
and was made in a studio, mm. which you couldn't do in the 90s. Absolutely no way. We used to use studios in the 90s that were amazing, but now I can make the guitar sound better in the loft. You know. Mm. <laughs> You think, well, you know, how did that happen? And all the guys, obviously, who worked in those places, I was reading in a Butch Vig interview, and he sold his studio because there's no point in having a studio, yeah. even if you're Butch Vig, because nobody's using it. Yeah. Where, where, is there any story behind the name, the lucky face? Or? I think it was a John Lennon quote or something from when he was. There is a John Lennon thing, I think, because I, you know, was always influenced by that stuff, and there was a, there's a video of him when he was doing a. It was either at a gig or at a book. Thing. and he says thank you very much you've got a lucky face and that was the only thing he said and sat down I think that's where I got it from yeah. but there was other things as well you know at that time it's just something to have you know because I needed a name for the thing but I don't really like it anymore because I've been using it for that I don't know since 2003 or something which is quite a long time so it's probably time to change do something else but, yeah. I wanted to do three albums with this name just to get rid of the songs that people have heard live mm. that might be associated with you know yeah. That's, that's a good segue into to talking about the album then. So, mm. where's the album art come from? I want to ask. The album art? Yeah. I've actually got the head in my bag. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I made this. Uh, well, the, the, obviously, it's a bit of a joke on the uh, the robot, the AI thing that's happening. You know, and we're all going to lose our jobs, and the cars are going to be driverless and stuff like that. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just getting the head of the robot out of the bag now. <laughs> it's an Aldi bag. Other supermarkets are available. <laughs> Here we go, here's the head. See, I'm oh, going to wow. use that on stage tonight. Uh, he has the hat on, which I've got in the uh, venue there. But yeah, uh, you can have the, have the head. <laughs> <laughs> but he kept falling down. I've got the shoes. The shoes from the album cover of the uh, robot are actually a <laughs> raffle prize tonight for charity. Yeah. All right. So you can, if you were here, which you're not going to be because you're listening months later, <laughs> you could have won the shoes. You, see, you should have been here. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that you carry the, the robot head around with you. Well, it's only I've only done it once before, and it probably won't last long, much longer. So I thought, you know, I'm going to do it as a stage prop, because I love this thing. He's got a nice stage and everything, so yeah. Yeah. we'll use it in here tonight and then see what happens. I might stand on it later. It's early yet. Anything can happen at, by 10 o'clock, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so have you played here before, then? Yeah, loads of times, yeah. It's really it's one of the best. In fact, it's one of the only decent London venues now, because it used to be 10 a penny, didn't they? Yeah. But for stage and sound, and it's good. The bar prices aren't good, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Any other noteworthy um, venues you've played? Well, you used to do all... We used to do Barfly and stuff, and uh, I play, we played everywhere in London. I've had other bands, I've been in other bands that have played everywhere in London, and, you know, mm -hmm. just the circuit, you know, pretty much every venue. Not, not many we haven't played, but then the, the venues are going. You know, there's not yeah. many venues left compared with the 90s or even the early noughties where everywhere was acoustic and you could walk every pub and be doing something yeah. every night. Every where, night where's your dream venue then? Where, where's the, the pinnacle of the, of the career for you to, to play? I'd love to play massive stuff, but, you know, it's, one day I want to get the big band with the horns and all the rest of it and do it, but I'm, I'm old, you know. So. And I'm also moving out of London next week, so... Right, OK. End of next week. But that doesn't mean we're not going to play in London, you know. yeah. Going that far. Right. Yeah, but yes, I have more time to get a band, a proper band together and do it. You know. But it's difficult because you've got to pay them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you have to, yeah. Well, if you want good ones, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, there is that. Good ones, available ones. Yeah. Available ones that'll turn out. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's it, yeah. Apart from that, Simon, obviously, I play with his, in his um, thing, and mm. his drummer's just sort of disappeared because we went off the radar for a few years. But he does it for me as well, so we just do, you know, we generally do it like that, and it's easy. 
when we know we're mates and we do it. But it's to get only more people involved and get them all in the same place at the same time. And all the great people are in 24 bands. Yeah. You can edit all this crap out. <laughs> rambling. That's, that's fine. This is going to be uh, an interview of, uh, of questions and no answers. That's what it will be. Yes, no. Yeah. <laughs> Just insert your own answers. Yeah. Um, so this guy will do it later. Yeah. So the albums then, um, what's the, the story behind each of your albums? Well, the first one was just, oh, I'm going to do it, you know, I'm going to do one. It was really lo-fi. It was, we had a flat in Lewisham and I basically recorded it in the spare bedroom with wooden floors, no acoustics, you know. But it's got some good songs on, but if you listen to it, it's quite lo-fi in a lot of places. A couple of them are all right. The ones without pretend drums on are all right. But and the second one, I had a lot better gear, and it was all recorded where I live now. And I've got a studio upstairs, you know, proper studio. Well, proper studio. With better gear, better, you know, all the rest of it. And this, that's the same setup. I've got a different desk for the third one. It's a slightly different desk from the other two, but the... Uh, oh, slightly different, totally different. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, it, it's, it's properly done right. The first one was a bit like, oh, I'll get all the gear out, and out from under the bed and we'll record it in the corner, you know, and yeah, piss yeah. the neighbours off. Because it was a, fl- a ground floor flat, there was a guy upstairs, not happy. The fact that I was yelling my head off. John, he was getting a fit one and all the rest of it. Yeah. Was he a uh, Mando on the ceiling type of thing? Yeah. Sort of. He, he actually said to my wife once, said, do you play the guitar? Well, we used to have lots of sort of late night gatherings in those days. And, uh, mm. he was, I don't think he threatened a, he threatened a shooting at one point. Yeah. Not the nicest. <laughs> he would never do it. He was an old, old boy. <laughs> I have to come round with my shotgun, I will. Everyone's a critic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not that bad, I said. <laughs> Some people pay to see this. Uh, <laughs> so, AI is the latest one. Yep. Is that available now? That's out now. It came out on the 10th of November. I just remembered the day after earlier. But there'll be some more singles coming out, but I've got to move first and then get the rest of it. Yeah. But yeah, this is like I say, it's half and half sort of brand new stuff and half stuff that I've been playing live for years, but not never recorded satisfactorily mm. you know so you get it when you they tend to come at the right time you know when you've got the right set up and the right mm. so we're going to be going out uh, January, February next year that'll be cool. 2018 so where are you going to be up to well, I think we're going to have Loretta's going to be a, a single because I've got a, a safer version with less it's not I mean it's not bad swearing you know in it but it's got beeps in it or silly noises instead so that people can play it if they want on the radios and the podcasts Without the shite in it and the whatever they ask, because people get offended by things, don't they? Yeah. Mm. So I've cut those out. So that there'll be a single with that on the on as well, you know. So people can play that one if they want. And I don't know yet. Maybe one more off it. But I'll probably have done loads of new stuff by then. In which case, I'll just do that instead, you know. But yeah, Loretta will be one definitely. Yeah. Early next year. Yeah, end of Jan. Then the January blues, you know. But nice. as long as I've got broadband, then I can set everything. <laughs> And uh, notable gigs at all next year? Nothing yet because, like I say, I don't, I don't even know where I'm going to be in oh, yeah. two weeks' time because we're still waiting for <laughs> about a house move. So I've not planned anything after this, yeah. and this was a short notice as well. So yeah, yeah. yeah there will be next year. We'll, I'll have more time to so sit down and. Yeah. We look forward to hearing when those yeah, well, dates are going to be. I'll and let you know. Yeah, we'll let people know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hopefully, so, some people will come around and give you money. That's. Anything we haven't asked and you would like to cover? You've maybe slagged loads of people off. Cheers, so. yeah. <laughs> 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 me, man. I'm sure Chris Martin gets a copy of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So, anybody you're listening to this, they, they want to find your music, where can they find it and where can they find more about The Lucky Face? Well, go to theluckyface.co.uk, that's the website, and all the links are on there. Well, I say that, I haven't looked recently. I update most of it, but I don't look at all. Or, you know, go to Spotify and the, or the Apple Music or all the rest of it, or just download it and actually get paid. Imagine that, paid. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, just look it up. AI is a new one. Social media? Yeah, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook. I mean, I don't really do a lot of that stuff. It's sort of annoying. But I do yeah. tweet <laughs> a bit, probably sat at home drinking, slagging Elton John's hair off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, Instagram, don't, I've just, we just sort of started doing that as well. So, you know, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just a lucky face on everything, you know, because yeah. nobody else has got that. There is a, a covers band called Lucky Face in the States, so don't go there. Don't go yeah. to that one. Because that's a covers band. Do they cover you or just other people? Just me, yeah. They're <laughs> only <laughs> no, they're just, I think they're a wedding band. Oh, okay. But they made a big point out of putting something on one of their things once saying, since 1986 or something like that. Yeah. They'd obviously been getting confusion. Yeah. <laughs> but there we are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll finish off with uh, another track. Um, Tim, thanks very much thanks uh, for, for meeting us. And, uh, very nice. Great to see you. And I'm sure we'll see you again. We'll see you at uh, gigs and we'll listen out for what you do. Brilliant. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. much. Thanks, Tim. See you later. Are you breaking my heart? Are you breaking my heart? Or are you crueling me? Tearing my scene apart When you're looking so good When you're proud in the hood Ah, your smile really blows my mind And it boils my blood I said you were brazen You said you were shy But I said it's not amazing You said I could say goodbye Ah, but you're breaking my heart But when you bothered my light You'd have turned it It was dark that was When You Borrowed My Light by The Lucky Face. I really, really enjoyed that track. Very upbeat, definite contrast to the other two tracks that we've heard. i tell you what I really liked was the interview. Mm. Uh, great guy, Tim, and he had a story for every question we asked. <laughs> Some of those stories were cracking as well, no doubt about it. And there'll be more podcasts just like that coming up over the next few weeks. You know, we were talking about films the other day. I think I mentioned that I'd just re-seen Notting Hill. Yes. And you let slip that you never actually watched it. 
I've never seen Notting Hill. Never seen Notting Hill. On my list. It's, on your, it's, it's not on your list, is not it? Not on my list at all. Well, guess what? I've got news for you. We might just put it on your list, because I came up with a great idea. You know we were talking about having a film review for the show. Yeah. Uh, well, I thought, well, what better way of doing this than actually having a film review of some of the classics uh, that perhaps one of us hasn't seen, starting with you and Notting Hill. Oh, dear. <laughs> Oh dear indeed. So yeah, we could perhaps offer that up as a challenge to you to go away and watch Notting Hill and then tell us what you think. Okay, I guess that's something for me to do this week. That is something for you to do this week. I don't know what other films we could have that uh, we can do this thing. Have we got any other classics we can think of? That I've seen or that you've seen? Either way. Well, I know for I know there is one that I've definitely seen that you haven't, and that is Labyrinth. I have not seen Labyrinth. It's one of my all-time favourite movies. The music is fantastic. The just the story is brilliant. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's a David Bowie classic. Mm. Who doesn't like David Bowie? Nobody. Exactly. So I thoroughly recommend that you should go and watch that one. Okay. Well, we'll consider that for the next episode. Right. Have you seen Snakes on a Plane? I've never seen Snakes on a Plane. Okay, neither have I. Oh, that's interesting. Now, my question is, has anyone seen Snakes on a Plane? Because it gets referenced a lot. Mm, it does. Yeah, people are like, oh, yeah, Snakes on a Plane. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in that voice. <laughs> but has anyone actually seen Snakes on a Plane? Listeners, if you've seen Snakes on a Plane, <laughs> let us know. Yeah, please tell us. Because <laughs> I, I don't think I know anybody that's seen Snakes on a Plane. No. That's um, yeah, one of those movies that, like you say, it is referenced. Is, but it, is it Samuel L. Jackson? Samuel L. Jackson. Now, yeah. I'd be interested to know if Samuel L. Jackson has seen Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> but, yeah, what else could we have? You'll have seen, like, I don't know, The Italian Job? I see, well, which one are we talking about? Because I've, I've seen both. I've seen the original well, and... Uh, no, no, come on, the original. Yeah, no one cares about yeah, it. Nobody cares about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course I've seen the Italian job. Again, who hasn't seen it? If you haven't seen the Italian job, you need to tell mm. us. Yep, yep. And you also need to now go away and watch it. Yeah. Because so, it is an amazing movie. Yeah. In, uh, fact, in fact, pause this now mm. and go and watch the Italian job. Yeah. In fact, what else? Let's, Zulu. Oh, see, another Michael Caine classic. Absolutely love Zulu. What an amazing movie. If you haven't seen... Listeners, if you've not seen Zulu by now... Then just get in the sea. <laughs> yeah, just go away. <laughs> Classic film. What's the name of the sergeant? Uh, oh, Colour Sergeant Bourne. Mm. Oh, he's my favourite. <laughs> again, but yeah, I, I very much judge a movie based on the music that comes out of and it. And the I number mean, of Zulus. Uh, totally the number yeah, of Zulus. Yeah. Yeah. But Thou- I, thousands of them. <laughs> <laughs> do your button up, lad. Where do you think you are? <laughs> but no, I definitely base a, a movie on, on its music, you know, mm. being a, an absolute music lover. I mean, just the theme song for Zulu, you know, bum, 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 I mean, come on, that's just, that's amazing. Yeah. Men of Harlick, stop your dreaming. Can't you see their spear points gleaming? See their warriors pennant streaming to this battlefield. Men of Harlick, stand ye steady, it cannot they ever set ye. For the battle we're not ready, stand and never yield. Yeah, it's classic. So, Notting Hill, next week, your review. Yep, I will watch Notting Hill. I and the listeners shall look forward to that. (laughs) Fantastic. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. If there's anything that you as the listeners feel that we need to watch, that you, you, know, you may think we haven't, we'd like to hear from you. Excellent. 
Notting Hill. It's a Hugh Grant movie, isn't it? It is indeed. And of course, we'd also like to hear what you think of the show. Is there anything you want us to do? You know, as long as it's legal. <laughs> legal, uh, decent. Legal, decent, physically possible. Yep. We'll uh, have a stab at it. Anything you'd, you know, you'd uh, like to hear us talk about, by all means, get in touch. You can get us uh, via direct message on Twitter by searching for at Tuesday underscore podcast. You can also get us on Facebook, which is the Tuesday Show Podcast. And uh, don't forget, you can email us as well. Our email address is cjandted at the Tuesday Show .co.uk And uh, yeah, we want your feedback We want to hear what you've got to say about the show We want your content If you've got something you want to share Whether it's music, whether it's a bit of comedy Whether it's, well, whatever it is Just send it through to us You know, we can delete it if it's <laughs> totally inappropriate We'll try not to We, we, we obviously like, you know, a, a full, full range of ideas We'll try not to delete it unless it's obviously completely inappropriate yeah and when you're on our social media don't forget to share it to like it mm. and make sure that all of your uh, friends relatives cats dogs such like if your cat right. is on facebook please please send me their at handle so i can find them yes yeah. if you've got a pet that's got its own social media presence <laughs> get in touch and we'll give them a shout out yeah, we will like and subscribe <laughs> no no doubt about that <laughs> <laughs> all right beaver it's a big cat starting to talk so now to play us out quite appropriately is the lucky face with end song life has filled you with despair and taught you not to care about And life has led you to believe There's nothing up your sleeve Apart from sorrow But it's not what you got It's how you lose it And it's not where you've been It's where you've gone And it's not what you want But how you choose it That's how a hardened love is won Life has caught you on the wrong day Rubbed you up the wrong way Dragged you under Turn you from the bright lights Stolen all your fight And sense of wonder But it's not what you got It's how you lose it And it's not where you've been It's where you've gone And it's not what you want But how you choose it That's how a hardened love is won And though these hard times Hit you on the ass These times will never last These times will never last
This has been the first ever episode of The Tuesday Show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Tuesday underscore podcast, on Facebook at The Tuesday Show Podcast, and on Instagram at The Tuesday Show. Get in touch with us on email cjnted at thetuesdayshow.co.uk. You can find Ted on Insta Twitface at Ted James Media and myself at CJ Brooks FM. That's it. He's Ted James. I'm CJ Brooks. We're out of here. Until next Tuesday, goodbye. Goodbye. Hey.